If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. And get this right from your phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it could be heard on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was really hesitant about posting this or about speaking on this, you know, because I am currently not in a situation where I am able to uh not work you get what I mean like I need these coins bruh as of right now I'm I'm just not in that in that space in that place but I will say this that I hate Mondays I hate Mondays and honestly when you peel back the layer of my typical Monday it in reality is not bad at all It's not bad at all. One thing that I absolutely despise in this age of my life is not having complete freedom. Uh, I don't want to sound ungrateful when I say this because one thing that I am is extremely grateful for my job. I have a lot of respect and admiration for the company that I work for. When I say... (laughs) You, huh, baby. But it doesn't change how I feel about Mondays. When I get past Monday, I'm okay because I'm in the mindset of, all right, I got to do and I got to grind and I got to knock this out. But one thing that I never wanted to do in my life, and it's really coming to a head right now, and that is living for the weekend. I don't want to live for the weekend. I don't want to dread Mondays. I grew up looking at my folks and looking at people around me that were hell bent on you have to go to work. You have to go to work. You have to wake up, work eight hours, come home, figure out what you're going to do with your life, take care of your kids, all this and the other, get enough eight hours, if not more, of sleep. If you can get that and then do it all over, rinse and repeat. You know what I mean? And you do this for 62 some odd years. And then when you retire, you can live your life. And in the latter stages of my life right now, you know, all of the family members that did that whole rinse and repeat industrial revolution mindset type of work, they were retired. And then within five years, they gone downhill health wise. So now it has other people around me afraid to retire because they're not doing the cycle, the rinse and repeat, you know. And 
it was crazy because I knew at a young age, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want that life. I did not want that life. I, I, I'm going to be honest. But it was easy. It was pre-made. It was something that I could just slide into. But to live for Friday or to live for the weekend and to dread Monday, I have to be honest with myself and realize this is not what I want for my life. And I love this day and age because people are really bucking against that whole industrial revolution mindset, against that whole rinse and repeat. And I love that. I find myself Friday night having one good day, which is Saturday to where I don't think about work. But Saturday night, Sunday, I'm automatically thinking about work and, and what I need to do, how I need to do it, planning out my mapping out my week and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really get to enjoy the day. And um, I don't want that. I don't want that anymore. And I don't know if I'm alone. At this point, I don't care if I'm alone in this. I just really honestly feel that there is more to life than the path that some people lay out for us. And I think it has a lot to do with what we see being a product of our environment, what is, what is our reality? What is what we envision? What, what is what we think we have to do? And not going against the grain, not bucking the system, because once again, this is a path that was already mapped out for you. Why not follow it? It's easy. But bae, <laughs> it's it's a crazy feeling to feel like the odd man out. When you express yourself to others who don't share the same ideals as you, then they can make you feel as though you are less than. They can make you feel as though you are honestly crazy. But bro, you're not crazy, sis. You're not crazy. You're an individual with individual thoughts. And you may not know exactly what you need to do to get to that end result, but you do know and you are aware of the fact that something ain't right with this. And I think for me, that's what kind of started me into the whole entrepreneurial mindset. I do not feel as though it is my destiny or my purpose to continue to work for people when I have businesses in me. It's kind of doing myself an injustice when I need to get my businesses up and running. It's like putting my own desires on a back burner for the coin. And what I know is that there are a lot of dreamers out there who feel as though they have to work or do things the way that everyone else does it. And when they do that, something just does not sit right with them. And I think, honestly, that's like the first step of realizing. All right, <laughs> this ain't for you. 
But the fear of money, the fear of not making money, the fear of not making enough money, the fear of me not being able to live the life that I want to live, the fear of me being asked out out here in these streets, the fear of me not wanting to be a burden to my parents, me always being an independent person that I've always been, me feeling as though I'm going to lose that independency if in fact I step out on faith, but understanding that abundance comes with obedience. A lot of people have these thoughts, bro, and I'm no different. I don't want to live for the weekend. I don't want to dread my Mondays. So what is it do I need to do in order to eliminate this feeling? But I have been challenging my mind. And every day that I go and I clock in for someone else, I have stress and anxiety for someone else. I uh, work until I feel as though everything is perfect for someone else. When I get off and then I take a breath and feel a release from the day, I have always questioned to myself, why on earth would you do this? Ah. And, and, and we, we, we love to say we need the coins, we need the money. You know, you got you to gotta work and, and do things you don't want to do in order to get the things that you want. I hear it often. I hear it all the time. When I'm, when I'm stressed out about a project or I work on something for someone else, for, for another company. And then I speak on things that I want to do. You know, it's, it's often treated like a hobby. And I've mentioned this before. And so I, I have I would have to stop telling people what it is that I want to do, especially when it when it comes to family, especially when it comes to friends that are really close, you know, because this is what you see. You see the rat race. You see the traffic. You see the 8 a.m. traffic. You see the 5 p.m. traffic. Everybody leaving a job. Millions of people do it. I have to really challenge my thinking and challenge my actions. The reason why I'm working is number one, so that I could sustain myself. What is it that makes me feel as though I couldn't sustain myself without this job? Or what is it that fuels me so deep on the inside that could sustain me? We see it every day. We see entrepreneurs. We see creatives. <laughs> we see people who go out on a limb and do the things that they love to do and they're getting paid for it. And then we look at them with either envy or admiration or thinking that they're different from us when they're not. They just made the conscious decision to follow their dream, to follow their gut. To not allow the parameters that they placed inside or around themselves to stop them from moving forward. There was a song called Working for the Weekend by Loverboy, which was an 80s rock band. And everybody's heard this song or somewhere, somewhere. And... In the chorus, of course, it goes, everybody's working for the weekend. Um, and 
the song itself wasn't about working for the weekend. It was just basically talking about what everybody does. You know, how really the same we are, how we really have grown and and lived this life in this mold. And it's kind of like a one size fit all, but it's just different colors. It's crazy. And I, I don't care to be a part of the rat race anymore. You get what I'm saying? I don't care to be a part of what everyone else is doing if it doesn't fit right with me working for the weekend living for the weekend should not be a commonality with all of us dreading Mondays should not be a commonality we shouldn't be sitting in the break room we shouldn't be sitting in the lunch room in the common area all talking about how we can't stand this job but continue to clock in every single day. We put so much effort and energy in someone else's company and someone else's dream and someone else's vision and afraid to do it for ourselves. There's some sort of dissonance there. there there's something there that just does not seem right to me. And maybe this is me with my whole lollipops and, and gumdrops mentality. But if you are on this earth for X amount of time, why would you choose to spend the majority of your life doing something you hate to do? Doing something you despise doing. You spend 75% of your life doing to live for a weekend, to live for retirement. What is the thing that stops you from pushing that hard for yourself? So looking at my analytics, my analytics say that my listeners, hey, y'all are around 24 to 44. So we're at a different age range, different parts, walks of life. Some of us are already established. Some, are, some of us are in mid stride. Some of us are just trying to figure that thing out. But wherever you are on that age spectrum, ask yourself, am I living for the weekend? Am I dreading going to work on Monday? But most people that are on the latter end of that spectrum feel as though I have done this for so long. Why stop? Why do anything different? Why step out on a limb? Why do this? Why not stay the course? You look at those that are younger and they're careless and they're fancy free and they're doing things that you honestly wished you would have done and you hate on them. And feeling as though you're, you're too old to change the course. But every Monday, you hate going to work. That just, I, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. I would love to have a discussion. I don't have the answer, but if you're willing to put in so much work for someone else's dream, 
why is it so hard to put in that much work for yours? If you knew, if you knew, like if you knew or if I knew that my dream would be successful, that whatever it is I wanted to do would be successful, there would be no doubt or question in my mind. But see, that's where faith comes in. That's where faith comes in. That's where knowing the difference between if this is a want, need, or desire, or if this is something that is instinctively embedded in you. Because for me, I have always had the desire to want more. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. I've always had the desire to want more, but I never knew what more was. So I kept doing the mundane until the feeling in my gut got stronger. The more the desire for more got stronger. My mind was challenged. It's like my gut and my mind were fighting. My dreams versus my realities were fighting. So there is definitely something in my gut that I have to listen to. Because as of right now, my intuition is one and my mind is like, well, whatever. But, <laughs> but now it's causing me to think, to shift my thinking from what I used to. Am I saying everyone needs to start a business? No. Am I saying that there are people that need to work or they're best fit and suited in the companies that they work for? Absolutely. This is once again, not a one size fit all. But I find it very odd that it's socially accepted for you to enter the workforce at 16 and not get out of the workforce until 62, regardless of what it is that you do. That people are mentally driven by a paycheck, regardless of how big that paycheck may be. Or how small their paycheck may be because they need to provide. You're going to school and you're getting a degree. And most of my millennials know where I'm about to go. You rack up all of this student loan debt to where now you are arrested. And you actually moving forward financially with this looming thousands of dollars sitting on your head. Oh, but you can go into deferment. That's fine. Guess what's happening in deferment? Interest. It's accruing. How about that? It's going to be a whole hell of a lot more. See, I, ugh, it is. It is not conducive the way that the modern workforce is set up. And that's why as I studied HR, as I studied human interaction, as I studied psychology, as I studied all of this, it, it happened to. It was like a light bulb moment for me. Nine to five works fine in the manufacturing setting. That's where it effing started. And we have adopted that philosophy throughout the years of progress. The Industrial Revolution was late 1700s, early 1800s. And yes, there are now people are saying that there are four types of industrial revolutions and what the case may be right now being in the fourth. But what I'm saying I just really want to challenge your mind because my mind today, as of right now, 
It's like, I've been stressed out over a project for two days at work. Two days, stressed, stressed. You hear me? Not being able to go to sleep, stressed. I shouldn't be having emotional breakdowns over someone else's dream, over someone else's project. I don't get any more money for added stress. What? I just... I just really wished that it was more... It were more socially accepted. I wish that it were more socially accepted for people to follow their dreams. I wish that we lived in a society where we aren't governed by our money. You know, where we are able to do what it is that we're good at. We're able to use our gifts and our talents. Because there are so many people in, in every place that I've worked. I think I've asked every single person from every level, you know, how did you get here? How did you wind up here? Well, why did you stay? And the answers that I've gotten through the years have completely thrown me. They've thrown me. And that's what got me interested into industrial and organizational psychology, IO psychology. Like, you know, and wanting to understand the mind of an employee and how an employer can make that better. But in the process of doing that, you know, I found something better. You know, I, I had to come to terms with my own journey. And I have to reiterate that I'm still working. <laughs> Still working a technical nine to five. I'm used to this paycheck every two weeks. I'm used to this paycheck every week. I'm used to this paycheck every month. If I don't have that steady income coming in, what am I going to do? And that's when people love to tell you, you know, you got to work, save your, save your coins, stack your coins, work on your nine to five and then work on your, your hustle after the thing. And then, then, you know, eventually, man, listen, 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 Linda, you can get caught up. You can get so caught up and lost down that rabbit hole. It's quick too. And before you know it, you look up and you've been at this job for 10 years when it was only supposed to be temporary to get you to a point financially. I can't express to y'all how passionate I am about this. We have one life to live. Why the hell would you be unhappy? Intentionally. For money. For money? When you can do something you love. For money. For money. Oh.